Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Keeping On with Mackie and Kaiser. I'm Mackie. And I'm Kaiser. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's doing the face thing again. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a recording of that. Um, but, yeah, uh, we've got a great show planned for you guys tonight. We're going to kick it off like always. <clears throat> Kaiser, how you been keeping on? How have I been keeping on? It's strange that you ask. Um, I wasn't really prepared for that to be asked this week. Yeah, you know. Um, I've been keeping on all right. Um, last week I announced, you know, the move to the Chattanooga's Nuga, Chattanooga. Um, and <laughs> um, and yeah, in that potentially Allison would not be able to be there, um, immediately, which uh, not a great thing, but it's a thing that is a uh, a thing. But she is going to be able to be there with me so what no yeah. way yeah so that's super exciting we've spent um a good amount of time yesterday probably like three or four hours looking at apartments online and um she put together this spreadsheet um with like the apartment names the distance from work um how many beds and baths they have when they're available uh, the rent price, the square footage, um, the pet deposit and rent, the year it was built, where the washer, how the washer and dryer is gonna be in there. Um, some of them include utilities, some of them don't. Uh, like water um, <clears throat> and then sewer and trash removal and stuff. Um, and we had like a positives and a concerns and then a questions to ask tab. So we went through and fill all those things out for it looks like three six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fifteen apartments um went through and filled all that out just to you know um see different things put them into like you know comparative so like um i went through and like highlighted if it was a certain distance from work like if my commute was less than 20 minutes, it was a green. If it was like 15 to 25 minutes, it's yellow. If it's longer than 30 minutes, then it's, or if it's like 25 to 30 minutes, it's it's orange, stuff like that. Um, so that was really cool. And we got to narrow down to, she made a top five or a top four and then honorable, honorable mentions. And then I made a top like five. Um, and she had hers blacked out, so I couldn't see what hers were. And then I selected mine, and three of them aligned. So um, we got three on the list that we're going to go check out sometime. And we're excited for that. But, yeah, haven't started the new job yet. Going to start that hopefully next week. So hopefully on next week's cast, I will be telling you guys that, hey, I start this today. And then I've be pretty much all I have to say, but yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all he's gonna say for the whole cast. You guys get a whole episode of me just talking, <laughs> which is like pretty much all the episodes. That's fair. Forty, <laughs> forty of them now. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so we're excited for the move. Um, Chattanooga is like, I didn't realize how much of a tourist attraction it was, but they got like a bunch of stuff to do in Chattanooga. Um, so we're excited for that. Excited to check out the new city. Um, and yeah, it's been a, been a pretty good week, I believe. Oh, 
been a pretty good week. Mackie, <laughs> how have you been keeping on? For a second there, I thought you were going to say something that changed the tune of that. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, I've been keeping on well. Been, uh, you know, got some stuff on the uh, stuff I can't talk about that's, you know, moving forward. Uh, we'll see how that goes uh, in the future. But uh, just, you know, I know I'm trying to be as vague as possible because... Yeah, but um, hopefully I'll have some updates, kind of like Kaiser has had some pretty cool updates uh, relatively soon. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, we uh, we had a great weekend. We took the kids to the zoo for the first time, and it went remarkably well. We, awesome. Yeah, uh, taking a two-year-old, or, you know, two-and-a-half-year-old and a one-year-old to the zoo sometimes could end in catastrophe <laughs> but it actually went really well they both really enjoyed it um got to see a bunch of animals you know i i had to do a little bit of a retrospective before we went to the zoo because i was kind of like why are zoos a thing mm. like why like i know going to the zoo is a cool thing and stuff like that but you know like you go to a zoo for like the umpteenth time in your life and you're kind of like it's the zoo. Like, you know, why why do we go to the zoo? But if you think about it, like, these are animals that you'll probably never see outside of that zoo. Like, you go to the zoo to look at animals that you're not going to be able to see anywhere else. Yeah. And you get Which to see was... them in action and all that cool stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was, it was really cool. It was a really refreshing visit because it, I was looking at it through that lens instead of just let's go look at the animals. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was it was really cool. Um, you know, Mason had a really good time. Hardy Harvey had a good time. Uh, we took Whitney's sister with us. Uh, shout out to mom and dad. They got us a uh, a membership, a year long membership. So now we can go whenever we want. Nice. Uh, so yeah, it was super super cool. You and Allison should totally come with us sometime. When you're visiting from Chattanooga, but for sure, um, yeah, dude, we got buddy passes, so we can get you in for free. But um, yeah, so we did that. Uh, Mom and Dad came over today, and we rebuilt Mason and Harvey's little playground nice. that we ripped out of the ground at the old house. <laughs> so we did that. Uh, yeah, so amazing weekend. Not not a super great week. <laughs> Mm. uh just long slog of a week with like work and my students and just a long kind of a tough week but amazing weekend so that's awesome dude um yeah those the zoo the zoo is just i think like it's always a cool time um because you know they they also have like different i don't know maybe i maybe i'm wrong but i feel like some zoos have like different exhibits that kind of come through sometimes mm -hmm. not always like a permanent thing um and i don't know it's, it's cool for sure um and then it's just like a cool atmosphere to be in you know um you know walking around got the good weather and i don't know just something to do outside um oh yeah instead of being you know, stuck inside at home um where you kind of run out of things to do yeah um so that's cool well, it's, it was much better than 
you know, sitting inside watching Coco Melon for the 300th time yeah. with the boys. It was, it's, you know, it's a good thing to get them out of the house. We're only hour, an hour away. So, I mean, it, it's like the perfect, just, you know, we don't have anything else to do this weekend. Let's go to the zoo, yeah. you know? So, um, the, the, speaking of the exhibit that isn't always there, um, yes, it's almost time for Kaiser to feed the cat. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go ahead and do that, I've, I, uh, I'll tell this cute little story real quick. Okay. So, um, the exhibit that they had at the zoo that doesn't like stay there was, uh, it, there's a little bird called a lorikeet. It's kind of like a parakeet, but it's uh, brightly colored, and they're really, really friendly birds. They uh, they don't mind humans a whole lot, which is pretty cool. Um, but you can go and you pay, you know, three, five bucks, whatever, and they give you a little cup, and this little cup has, uh, like, sugar water in it or whatever liquid the lorikeets enjoy. And um, basically what... The lorikeets do is they like fly over to you and land on you and just drink this little liquid in this little cup. So it's a really neat experience. Uh, we didn't get to do it this time because uh, Mason's a little young for it, and I think Harvey would kind of freak out with a bird flying in and landing on him. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was uh, something that Whitney and I actually did on our honeymoon, which is really cool. Uh, I've got the pictures of Laura Keats, like three or four of them landing on her and, uh, eating this sugary substance out of a cup. And, uh, so, you know, it's, it's just kind of a neat thing that, uh, we saw at the zoo and it was kind of cool to, you know, kind of look at Winnie and let her or show her like, Hey, the Laura Keats are here. Remember when we got to do that thing? So, you know, yeah. Kaiser's back. Hey, <laughs> but yeah, I was just telling them about uh, lorikeets and how they're birds that like land on you and eat little sugary substance out of a little cup. So, oh, really cool. That is yeah. super cool. Yeah, and it's something that uh, Whitney and I did on our honeymoon, so it was kind of a cool little like, hey, lorikeets. So you know, but they all heard that story. So that's awesome, man. Um, <laughs> there's a zoo in Chattanooga. Um, that's downtown. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll have to get you guys out there, and you can check out the zoo. Heck yeah! Dude. When y'all come visit, maybe we'll get a a pass or whatever. Maybe they maybe they got like a zoo aquarium type bundle thing that we can do because they have a the Tennessee Aquarium is there as well. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of cool stuff. So um, you you mentioned it's a touristy area, and when you said that. I thought you were going to say that you weren't excited about that. Oh, no. So, like, Allison and I like to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We don't like to find a lot of... Well, I don't like to find things to do. If That's that makes, fair. I don't want to, like, have to search for it. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you're in a touristy town, you can pretty much stumble upon things to do. Or, like, you can, like, look up something real quick. It's, like, easily accessible. You don't have to drive far for it. Um, so it just, it caters to my kind of thing. Like, Hey, you want to go do something? Sure. What do you want to go do? I don't know. Go drive around, find something to do, or like search something up real quick. We can do, um, so that'll benefit me. Cause there's like nothing to do in high point. Um, <laughs> you could like grow to go to some breweries or go to 
a restaurant, but not really anything else. So some people that's all they want to do. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't like I don't know. I guess it depends on like who it's with. Mm-hmm. Um but like if we were meeting friends or something, I'd much rather meet a friend at like a friend's house or something or even mm-hmm. like a friend of a friend's house and like kind of hang out that way than like sure. going to a restaurant or a brewery where you're like you're in public sitting around those people but also like other people around you and it's like loud and there's just like kind of a lot going on um mm-hmm. so yeah that's not really it's not really my scene like going and hanging out at like a a restaurant or something i'd rather do something like outside or at somebody's house like some like more i don't know intimate setting i suppose yeah oh definitely um i prefer that as well just because you know if you're spending time with somebody it shouldn't be like oh hey i'm gonna bring all my buddies and you can bring all your buddies and then maybe we'll get to talk a little bit like if if I'm going to go hang out with somebody, then, you know, like, we got stuff to talk about. We got stuff, you know, we're, we're getting closer together, not just, hey, let's go share this, you know, brewery experience. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And th- those other things are, like, they're they're fun and fine to do. Sure. Um, it just, you know, not all the time. Not It's not always what I would rather do, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Can oh, have, yeah. I can have a good time with it. It's just not my thing per se yeah well i struggle with uh like even going to the zoo like i was apprehensive about it a little bit because i'm a super duper homebody Mm. so like i love to stay at home unless like kaiser comes over then we're going to the store or we're going to the (laughs) going somewhere we're going somewhere that's right at least an hour away yep um (laughs) but uh you know like i'd rather stay at home and watch TV or play video games or, you know, play a board game or something like that. Um, and a lot of people are like, okay, we can do that any other day of the week. Like, let's go do something. And I'm, you know, I'm a little apprehensive about that, but, uh, you know, that's just, that's just me. That's fair. Um, have I told you about the, the Wi-Fi situation in Chattanooga? Yeah. How it's like through the city. I think, so I think that's what it is. Dude, that's so cool. But even if it's not, so, like I said, we did the, the research, mm-hmm. and yeah, you guys did your homework. Like oh. Whitney and I are like, that house looks cool. Yeah, let's go look at it. You know, yeah, no, we went, we went hardcore in depth. Um, you know, living at this apartment, we know what we don't like, what we do like, what we mm-hmm. want, kind of thing. Um, you know, we have a list of questions that we want to ask the apartment uh management staff and see what they say um, sure kind of things like that but um yeah you know we're very uh detailed with certain things or well, she's very detailed i'm detailed with certain things but yeah we went we went we did some good research and you know so an important thing to me being me and you know love love to play video games obviously we do this um virtual podcast where we have a video chat so, you know, internet, fast internet is important to me, um, mm-hmm. just, you know, with my lifestyle. So I'm looking up 
what we have and i see on one of the apartments it says it's um pre-wired or like epb epb ready and i was like what is what is epb i've never heard of that and it's a company and i think it is the city i don't know i think it's the city it might not be the city i feel like i read it was the city but i might just be wrong however (laughs) um their website boasts the world's fastest internet which uh kind of crazy and they have three yeah. plans um the first plan is 59.99 and that's for 300 um megabytes per second Jeez. up and down it's fiber so you have the same down and up speed um their second oh plan God, 300 up yeah it's ridiculous wow their second plan is ten dollars more and it's a thousand megabytes down and so up a gig. A gig, yeah. Jeez. For seventy bucks a month, which is how much oh. I pay for Spectrum a hundred here. Um, which is insane. And then they have one other plan <laughs> which is ten thousand megabytes down. <laughs> Gigabit Ethernet? Yeah, it's ten gigs. Um for two ninety nine a month, so that one's obviously like gonna oh, be two ninety nine. It's gonna That's be for, for like businesses. businesses and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but you know, seventy bucks for a thousand. That's fine. I mean, even business wise, having to, your internet bill be three hundred dollars yeah. is nuts. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's... And having like no bandwidth cutoffs and stuff. Well, I I'm assuming that's uh without any data caps. Yeah, no data cap. Yeah, so that's that's insane, dude. No, no data caps, no throttling. Like, it is. They they, they talk a big game, so I'm kind of looking forward to that Jeez. for sure. Um, yeah, T-Mobile just put out a uh, a thing about uh you can get the Magenta Max plan, which is uh unlimited everything but we don't throttle you anymore <laughs> like, <laughs> oh thanks guys i know right there's, there's so many companies that have this quote-unquote unlimited plan that just is not truly unlimited and it's that's awesome that they don't have data caps because a lot of companies do yeah and that's concerning if you do a lot of gaming or you do a lot of downloading things so for sure but in like so it's the with the with the throttling thing. I mean, it still is unlimited. Like you're allowed to use it, and they're not mm-hmm. going to charge you more for it. And it's just going to be slower, right? Which is, I agree, is is dumb. It's stupid. They shouldn't do it because I'd say probably eighty five percent of your customers are not going to hit that limit anyways. No, usually it's like ten gigs, and it's um capped. It's throttled yeah. or whatever. So that's like, generally the the cutoff point yeah nobody's hitting well not many people are hitting that unless they like don't have wi-fi at home or well for whatever reason but most people are not going to hit that it'd be very impressive if they did and they should probably like start a business something <laughs> but yeah so I, I feel like throttling had its place maybe in like 2006 but not anymore uh, yeah when you're downloading emails to your blackberry yeah yeah and like <laughs> internet is like so accessible it's like it's the best that it ever has been obviously that's how technology kind of goes but like it's getting to the point where you like it's 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 i'm sure it's not i'm sure it's cheaper now for the uh phone companies to run the internet than it was before 
Um, but, you know, what do I know? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. So, uh, we just were talking about Ethernet, Internet, yep, Webernet, <laughs> yeah, all of the webs, yeah. So, uh, did you finish Wandavision? Oh man, I did, and I thought you were gonna be right. You were really close. I thought I was too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's happening, and then it didn't happen. And I was like, dang it. So, spoilers for episode nine, eight, yeah. nine? Nine. Of uh, WandaVision um, are coming here in just a couple seconds. In three, two, one, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, obviously we had White Vision and um, Hex Vision doing their thing. And then Hex Vision, you know, in the middle of their fight, decides that he's going to, you know, why are you doing this? Oh. And White Vision was like, my directive is to destroy Vision or the Vision. And he's like, but. Oh, then he like brings up or he's like, I'm not the original Vision. Or he brings up the uh, Theseus ship. Theseus ship. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a philosophical issue, which is like amazing <laughs> yeah i was like I, I don't think i had heard it before i think maybe i had heard it in passing but i don't hadn't heard it the way that it was explained where it's if you have a ship and over the course of his of time you have to replace boards of this ship to keep it upkeep it i'm saying it's, it's like in a museum um and over time you've replaced all of the boards in the ship with new boards is it still the same ship yeah and then another question is um like you replace rotting boards. And then another question is if you remove the rotten boards, clean them up and replace the rotten boards and you do that for the entire ship, is it still the same ship? Like remodeling it. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, which like in order, like I didn't think vision was going to be able to beat the white vision anyways, because they're equally matched. How? So. Well, because like neither of them have the mind stone. But what is my dude shooting out of his head? White I, so vision. That's another weird thing. And there's a couple questions that that we can propose kind of at the end of this. But, like, yeah, white vision doesn't have the mind stone. So, like, how was Hayward able to, like, basically recreate him as a weapon in the form of vision, if that makes any sense? So I kind of struggled with that, too. But in order for, you know, Hex Vision to beat him, he beat him at a game of wits, yeah. which was, ugh, like, I I have, some might say, a proverbial crush on Paul Bettany. <laughs> so, like, for him to do that was just, like, that was tops. So, yeah, that yeah, was just, ugh. That was really cool. But yeah, so back to what you were saying, like it didn't make sense because he didn't have the Mind Stone. But mm-hmm. so, and then on that same sentence, like note, like how was he phasing um, 
Like they were both doing the phasing, and I mean, I mm-hmm. could understand if Hex Vision could, even though he doesn't have the Mind Stone. Wanda created him to be, to essentially have the Mind Stone mm-hmm. in the Hex. So I don't know. That was weird. Um, yeah. A lot of people are struggling with the fact that Agatha was still flying even after Wanda showed off the fact that she was encased in runes and all this stuff, and it's like. A, a part of me is kind of like, oh, come on, like, just enjoy it for yeah. what it is and don't pick it apart. But then, you know, the comic book part of me is like, I don't know, how is she flying? You know, like, but <laughs> would she have fallen out of the air or because she already cast the spell, quote unquote, to fly since it was already cast, she wouldn't have to recast it now that the mm. runes are there. Or was Wanda keeping her up? Or, you yeah, know, like... like just things that you don't need to care about anyways. Right. Exactly. Um, um, what did you think about, uh, I like how they called him Fietro. <laughs> um, hmm. what did you think about his real identity? I didn't understand it. So essentially he's just a dude living in the town. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I did. I did. Under, I thought it was going to be a connection to something else. Um, so there, but there is a connection, and I'll I'll get into that in just a sec. Okay, so I was disappointed because I thought it was bringing in the X Men universe right. to uh, Marvel, which you know we talked about on episode thirty seven, I believe. But um, I was just like, okay, it, it felt like a throwaway essentially. Um, by the like, just like with the reveal and like she was like Monica, no, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, Monica Mon- Rambo. Yeah, Monica was just like took off the necklace and like was done. And like we don't see him again. Um, which was interesting. Um So, yeah, I don't know. So two two sides to this coin, right? Agatha somehow knew that he had Quicksilver's powers. Because he has Quicksilver's powers in the show. Um, so how was he able to do that without her somehow looking into some alternate reality and seeing that this is Pietro Maximoff? Does that make sense? I thought I, I, I summed it up that she gave him the power. Oh, she did. She did. She was She was controlling that, but... I think, like, obviously the Marvel people put him, they cast Evan Peters in order to throw all of us off. Yeah. So it was almost a breaking of the fourth wall, too, Mm. because, like, it was screwing with us as well as with Wanda. But why on earth would she just randomly choose this guy who looks exactly like her brother from another dimension and then call him Pietro and then give him Pietro's powers? Unless... Uh... She knew something that would, in short, like, trigger something in Wanda to where this could be believable. Interesting. That's That, that makes sense. Because at the end, we see... Well, Allison pointed this out to me. We see uh, Wanda, in, like, in the astral projection. Mm-hmm. Um, with the with the dark hold, yeah. like reading and learning everything about it, yeah. 
So And then whose voices do we hear? Tommy and Johnny or Tommy and Billy. Billy. Um yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. So uh couple other quick notes. Um, I was talking to my mom about this earlier today. It's amazing that characters that were thought up in like the the seventies and the eighties uh can A evoke this much emotion <laughs> out of the watchers or the viewers, but um B the performances of uh Elizabeth Olsen and uh why is his I just literally said his name. Paul Bettany? Paul Bettany, thank you. Um, I mean, they evoke so much emotion. Like, I was in tears during the finale. Like, oh oh my god. Oh, when she explains, oh my god, like, you're my hope and my fear, but most of all, you're you're my love. I'm sitting there like... (laughs) what yeah and then and then so long darling while he's got his hand on her face just like oh my god it ruined me (laughs) and then you know even and i know for some reason it's gaining a bunch of controversy but vision is so profound Mm. like the what is love if not uh or what is grief if not love persevering or persisting or whatever he says Mm. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know, dude, oh. like the, the writing on the show is 11 out of 10. Yeah. And they, and he said, we've said goodbye before. And she said, so we'll say hello again. Oh my oh. goodness. Getting goosebumps. Just saying that. That's yeah. Oh, uh, dang. Yeah. Like it's, oh. <laughs> but also because hex vision unlocked those memories that were locked away in uh white vision i feel like that's gonna kind of come back or he's gonna come back to her or something so in some way shape or form vision is still around yeah uh whether or not wanda will want to be with him because hex vision is her vision right if that makes sense like that's her husband. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this other Vision has all of Vision's memories, but he's not her heart Vision. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. I think she's going to be really apprehensive. I don't think that they're going to... I think he'll understand. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I'm not your Vision. I'm, I am a Vision. All this stuff. But, um... Oh, dude, just, like, to be frank with you, I couldn't care less about Falcon and the Winter Soldier right now. Like, I know it's coming up, and I'm I'm gearing up for it and stuff, but I'm so stuck on <laughs> WandaVision. <laughs> Do you think Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to suffer because of WandaVision? I think, I think because of the caliber of how just freaking amazing WandaVision was... I think it will, but also like, I have to take a step back and realize that like the Marvel movies that have affected me profoundly, you know, Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously Endgame, things like that. Um, they're all in completely different genres. Yeah. 
So for WandaVision to be the emotional freaking roller coaster that it was, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to fill in some gap of like action. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm I'm preparing for it not to be at the same level of like Winter Soldier mm. was uh but more like Civil War. I think we're going to see a lot of like fun action and more like funny quips between the heroes and just like a good a feel good time because we just got hit with a with a meteor (laughs) yeah that's fair um man wandavision was such a good show it started off so weird and then i thought it was perfect like from from start to finish it's just it blew me away i so like i didn't know what i don't think anybody knew what to expect from the show you know, we go into it. Okay, it's gonna be like a old seventies, sixties sitcom, weird type of show. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, that was interesting. In the next episode, oh, oh, okay, we're taking a more of a turn, and then it just kept on going and going, and yeah, that was definitely like. Yeah, it was it was great storytelling for sure. Oh, and to think that that like it blows my mind that these stories are in someone's notebook for like years. Yeah. Like WandaVision was announced three years ago. Jeez, like two years, two and a half years ago, something like that. Yeah, and then uh, you know, like you said, we no one knew what to expect out of it. So I was cautiously optimistic but like we talked about in the last cast that wouldn't have worked as a movie there's no way that wandavision would have worked as a movie but as a show like marvel has cemented itself as like one of my favorite like you said storytelling networks now yeah 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 like yeah and I feel like, you know, TV shows like lend themselves, like you're going to get a better product out of it because the writers aren't limited by really anything, especially, you know, I mean, sometimes they'd be limited by budgets and stuff like that. But like with the TV show, you're not limited by time. You're not limited by um, like other other things like you you got episodes you got the season you can make more seasons you can really just roll with it um which is awesome and like there are places so i think um i think like on the last episode i don't know if like we left it open for like things could still be movies i can't remember so yeah, we talked a little bit about like different mediums being movies. Like Yeah. I don't know. Like we Yeah, like we talked about both. Yeah, cuz like I watched um I Care a Lot on Netflix mm-hmm. today. Um which is about a a guardian who uh basically pawns the system to where she gets guardianship over elderly individuals and is able to take their assets and money, pay herself and, you know, take care of the the elderly person. But that <laughs> right. wouldn't have worked as a TV show. It would have been a very 
pointless TV show. So like mm-hmm. that works as a movie, you know? So like there's still, I think there's still places for movies. There will all be a, always be places for movies, but I think more like, I don't know. I think we could eventually get to the point where we're not like, wow, man, I wish they like made another one or something like that. Cause like we'd have the, they would just make a TV show instead where they could show us everything. Yeah. Um, and they've done that with different things too. Um, you know, I'm trying to think like different universes have done that where it's like, we don't have enough time in two and a half hours to tell you all of the nitty gritty. So we're going to make a show yeah. and then we can, you know, fill in the gaps. Yeah. Like game of Thrones would have been a terrible movie or like set oh, of shit. movies. I mean, essentially I think... game of Thrones is a set of movies. Yeah. Basically. I mean, they, they had like 1.5 million each episode for the first season and then it only ballooned from there. <laughs> yeah. But something like Warcraft. You remember oh. how terrible Warcraft did? Yeah. Like I think that would have been an awesome show. Yeah, they had they have way too much history to just do a movie. Mhm. Like just bottle, like I would I would say like even go like the network television route and like get on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon and do like an actual <clears throat> serialized TV show for Warcraft. Um, yeah. I think Ready Player One would be a good series or mini series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could have made it more true to the book and just like kind of, I don't know. They could, they, they already used the voiceover in the, in the movie. So they could have used that to explain things that might have gone over people's heads yeah i don't know watch the movie after the book i know you separate it in your mind i just can't and i it bothers me so much so different that's that's fair yeah um but yeah when is falcon Falcon and the winter soldier set to air uh march 18th so um literally a week off yeah so this week we get um an episode of WandaVision that is like a behind the scenes episode. Mm. And then, uh, then we get Falcon and the winter soldier the next week. Uh, but I mean, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I don't think it's going to blow my socks off and it might, you know what I mean? I I think it's, I think it will. I think it is. I think it's going to surprise us. I think, Oh dude, like I think it's going to surprise us in the exact same way that WandaVision did. I I hope, Yeah. I hope that it does. And I I think it's actually like a like a like a, I don't know what I'm trying to find, but like a beautiful like something. But like they're, they're like you take Wanda and Vision, two characters that are like definitely not main characters. They have like a couple fun things in the movies for sure, but like side characters to say the least. I think. Yeah. Um. Well, and we then, see them make Pepper Cash. That's like one of the only things that they do yeah. in the movies other than like fight. <laughs> exactly. So like it seems like in the movies they were almost neglected in a way. Yeah. And then they they come out with this TV show and you're like, okay, well, you know, it's these two Avengers. Like I know they love each other and whatever, but it's, it's not going to be anything. And then we watch it and it just blows our minds. And I, I feel the same way about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like oh, Winter, yeah. Winter Soldier essentially disappears after Civil War, mm-hmm. he goes off um, to Wakanda to uh, 
go through his reconditioning. Um, but even when he comes back, he's like not really there. He's he says a couple lines. He uses his arm. He shoots his gun, which it just feels weird that he has that that kind of gun. You got to reload it. And I'm mean, anyways, but I feel like Tony could have got him like a repulsor gun or something. But um, and then Falcon is cool, but he just I don't know. I've never been impressed by Falcon just because like oh oh see what that's that's where we differ. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, I think. Well, first of all, uh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. We share the same last name, so automatically we're brothers. But he's also he's a great actor. He's one of the best. Yeah. Um, So Falcon is such a cool to me, such a cooler character than Bucky is, Mm. just because Bucky's Cap, but got his powers from Russia and became like a basically an unknown assassin which yeah. is cool don't get me wrong that's cool but like falcon was in the the military and is like a guy who works with vets who need rehabilitation yeah. and like was a part of this super secret program where he got to like fly with wings but not only do the wings let him fly they become guns they become shields they become like all these different cool things and he, I think he advances uh, Steve Rogers' story more than Bucky does. Hmm. Because, and I mean, like, Bucky is the driving force, but Sam Wilson standing by Cap and saying, like, I've got your back no matter what, like, also helps Steve Rogers, like, get to where he needs to be. Huh. I never thought about it that way. Also, on your left. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> doesn't, I mean, in one of the comic books, he gets the super soldier serum, doesn't he? Sam? Yeah. I think so. Like, when he becomes Cap? Yeah. I think he does. Hmm. But he still wears, like, the Falcon outfit. Yeah. But it's, it's like, recolored to red, white, and blue. Oh. So... Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I just thought the suit was weird. Oh, you don't like the suit? Yeah, I like the the the, the wing. It's just Oh, dude, the suit's legit. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the way that they did it in the movies or what. It just seems like a joke. Well, I got... part part of him is kind of a joke. Like uh his little falcon yeah, or his little drone. Yeah, he's like, "Don't thank me, thank him." You know, like that's that's supposed to be stupid and funny and stuff. But yeah, and <laughs> the scene where uh, Cap kisses Peggy's niece and uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon are just sitting in the car, like nodding slowly, like, yeah, "Man, that's right." <laughs> yeah, like he's supposed to be like a mood lightning character. Gotcha. But he's also, he can be, he can handle his own series, which is why he's getting one. So I th- I think, I think you're right. I think we'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I think they're going to throw a lot more into it than just the adventures of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's, they're going to 
they're going to throw some things in there that mm-hmm. will, like we said, will surprise us. And I'm looking forward to that for sure. Have you seen the guy that looks like Cap in it? Uh-uh. So there's a guy who wears Cap's costume, basically. Oh. And he his name is U.S. Agent. Like, that's his, like, superhero moniker. And he's who the government chooses to be the new Captain America. Oh, interesting. So we're going to see some dichotomy there where it's like Cap chose his successor, but also the government is like, no, this is who should be the new Captain America. And he has a shield too. So it's going to be interesting. (laughs) Dang. Yeah. Is there, was there like a a trailer that I missed or something? No. So, uh, the, the, (laughs) I gotta, I gotta be real. The toys spoil everything. Mm. <laughs> so, which, which is why everyone gave credence, so much credence to Mephisto being in WandaVision, because there was an image circulating the web that had uh, Wanda's kids in their superhero costumes, so Wiccan and Speed, Agatha in a witch costume, and then next to her was Mephisto. Who's Mephisto? So he's he is the comic book take on Mephistopheles who is, like, one of the princes of hell, basically. Mm. Uh, and he is who I thought was going to be the main villain of WandaVision. Oh, okay. Because in the basement, in with the Darkhold, there's, like, flames coming out of it. Yeah. And I thought Agatha was going to be, like, summoning him and she needed Wanda's magic to do it. But mm. turns out she held her own as a villain. <laughs> yeah. And it was freaking awesome. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was surprised she could absorb the chaos magic. It was weird for me, I think. I felt like maybe she couldn't absorb. I don't know. It was it was just weird. Like, I was thinking maybe. So, obviously, Wanda threw the runes. Was Wanda faking her, like, withering? So, I have a theory. Uh, and I have a theory about everything, so I'm sorry. I know you guys are probably tired of listening to these. I think she was, like, kind of storing her magic in Agatha instead mm. of, like, giving it to her. Interesting. Which is why she was able to take it back in, like, a heartbeat. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think she was, like, faking the fact that she was, like, dying. That's awesome. When When she... Oh my goodness! When it when it pans out and we see the runes, my mouth Whoa. just like dropped open. I watched it at like uh, it was like eight o'clock this morning, eight thirty, and my oh, mouth. You watched it today? Yeah, oh. and my mouth was just like, "What?" Yeah, I was like, "She did that." Oh, so man. she she knows more than she thinks she does. Nah, well, yes, yes, she does. Um, she does know more than she th- she did. Um. She did things, even in that last fight that she hadn't done before. I yeah. think it's more of like an instinct thing, or it is. it's something where she kind of leans into the chaos magic and lets it kind of uh, influence what, what she, like, maybe, I don't know, what she wants to do, or like, because she doesn't have to use incantations, it's more of just something where um, she thinks it, and she's able to do it, or or whatever, but... yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. Cause, and the thing that explains that the most is the fact that she cast a probability hex over the Stark Industries bomb. 
But did she? Yeah. Oh. I thought I thought they like made that a part of the show. It was in the show, but I couldn't decipher what Agatha was like trying to get out of it mm. versus what was actually there. She was like, and I like, cause like, she was like, you, Oh, you know, you casted a probability spell over it. And Wanda was like, no, I just, it was a dud. Like it wasn't, it didn't go off. So, but I think you're right when you said it's all instinct. Yeah. Because she created that town or, you know, like built the hex out of instinct. Yeah. So, like, with her not knowing what she's doing, she's doing things all around her. Mm. And, like, that's why she's so dangerous, and that's why uh, the Sokovia Accords... Like, she is... Not she is not, but, like, she was a big catalyst for the Sokovia Accords to be become a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, that uh, that explosion in that, in that town was, like, you know, kind of pushed everyone over the edge and like she obviously she felt terrible about it she you know she doesn't want to be this person she doesn't want to be someone of destruction um so yeah i don't know i don't know man hurt people hurt people so what she can what is she like what is the purpose of her going through the dark hold so she's she's getting stronger is it like she's learning more and more about the chaos magic and about the magic that she can do Oh, uh, so is the Darkhold the the book of chaos magic specifically? I think it's the book of witch magic. Okay, so it's not like dark. I see. I associate Darkhold with like dark magic type. Yeah, deal. well, and that's what witches use is they use like dark magic. They're not like light magic users. So um... when Agatha pulls out the book, she says there's a whole chapter dedicated to you yeah. in the Darkhold. So, um. Yeah. So she's she's learning everything now. Yeah. Like she and, and oh and what she does to Agatha too. Oh like, yeah. So first of all, we're gonna see her again, yeah. which makes me really excited because Catherine Hahn is amazing. Yeah. Uh but the fact that she's like, if I need you, I know where to find you. Yeah. Like oh <laughs> Um Something else that Allison pointed out too was that like when she created Vision and Tommy and Billy, she created them tied to the Hex. Yeah. But she should also be able to create them not tied to anything. Mm-hmm. So that's... Like she did Agatha. Yeah. So, we're gonna, you know, obviously hearing them at the end of the show, we're probably going to see them again. Oh, yeah. Um, I am curious as if she, she could recreate, I don't know. Like vision is just different. I get, I mean, I, maybe he's not different, but it seems different. Um, cause he's not biological. Well, he is in WandaVision. She even says you're, you're flesh and bone that I created mm, and in wires. order and why? Yeah. Flesh, bone and wires. You're, you're the piece of the mind stone that lives in me. Yeah. So, what I think is going to happen. Here's another theory for you. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Either she's going to become so dangerous that he's going to have to intervene. 
or he's going to help her calm down a little bit by getting Billy and Tommy and Vision out of herself Mm. so that she could not be like pacified, but basically so that she can like not be a rage monster. (laughs) Yeah. You know, for sure. What'd you think of the outfit? Oh, that outfit was nice. Yeah, it's it's rad. That, uh, that headgear, Ooh. the crown. Yeah. When when I like Whitney pointed out pointed it out first, and she was just like, "Oh my god, I love the crown!" And I like it was you know just the sparkles. Yeah. But when they put it on, and it's like this maroon color. Yeah. Oh, she just it like it's the perfect update mm. of the Scarlet Witch costume. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That was, oh man, it was awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, a little bit off, off, off it, off topic, but when Tony and um, dang, uh, Bruce Banner create Vision. Yeah. They like. But was that the first time humans had created something that was able to hold a mind stone or hold a infinity stone? Um. Well, so like he's not human, right? But so it makes sense that he would be able to hold it. But yeah, essentially, it's the first time that like humans have made something. Then they were because, able like, to like yeah. Because they didn't make the staff, they didn't make the tesseract, they didn't make uh, the ether, they didn't make uh, the um, the purple one from uh, Guardians. And the only reason that Peter's able to hold it is because he's part celestial. Yeah. So he's not full human, so. Yeah. Dude, there's so much, like, rich history from Marvel. Yeah. Not only did they make it, like they made something that was able to harness. They were they were able to make something that could hold it, but also made something that was able to harness the power of the stone and use it, like, cognitively, and like just use it, you know, just its raw power. Use it to, um, like control it all. So I can't I can't remember. If it was in a flashback sequence or if it was when the very end. So you'll have to remind me. But Vision says he references the fact that he was once Jarvis for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Because he says, for so long I I was a voice without a body. Yeah. Is it in the finale? I think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And it's just, oh, it's like heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, God. It's like he... Because he even talks about it in Age of Ultron. He's like, I'm not I'm not Ultron, and I'm not Jarvis. I'm something new. So, but the fact that he, like, can recognize that he was once an AI is really, really cool. Yeah. Now I gotta go back and watch them all. Yeah, for real. That's a, that's a long time, though. It's a gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, an infinity. Oh. <laughs> Allison and I watched him over the summer. And yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's 
Yeah. What is it, like 27, 28, 32? There's 24 movies with Endgame. Jeez. And then, but I mean, there's also like all the extra stuff. So now there's WandaVision. Uh, and last, last thing and kind of like wrapping up this episode, because I know we're running out of time here. Um, Vision, the white Vision still has not shown himself. Mm. And Far From Home takes place eight months after Endgame. So what are you thinking? Seven months and one week after WandaVision. So I don't know if Wanda is learning from the Darkhold in that period of time. I don't know if she's, if, you know, we're going to get into Doctor Strange 2 and it's going to be like, you know, after Far From Home or what. Or if it's just, it doesn't matter because it's going to be in the middle. But also what's crazy is like, we're getting No Way Home, the new Spider-Man movie, before we get Multiverse of Madness. Interesting. So, and that has all but said, they've all but said that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's characters are going to be in that movie. So, multiverses are a thing already. (laughs) Um... Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. I love. Ooh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I uh, I love the new Spider-Man movies. I think we probably oh, said that before. They're so good. <laughs> but oh my, <coughs> Tom Holland. This is a great Spider-Man. Yeah, he's the perfect like. Comic book Spider-Man. If that makes sense. Because comic book Spider-Man is supposed to be a teenager who doesn't know what the frick he's doing in life. And he's just winging it. And Tom Holland pulls that off perfectly. Yeah. I think that's like just who Tom Holland is. So. Yes. (laughs) You heard about his Star Wars audition? Uh Uh-uh. So apparently he he auditioned for the role of Finn. Mm. (laughs) Which John Boyega got and John Boyega was perfect in it. But, um... He said he couldn't even get through the audition without laughing <laughs> because the other person who was like he was reading off of was a droid. Oh. <laughs> so like the person sat there in all seriousness, he delivered his line and then the character, the, the other person goes beep boop, 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 beep, bloop, beep, boop. Oh, and no. he just starts laughing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's too good. Yeah. It's too good. Wait, so what's going on with Monica Rambo? Is it because she went through the hex three times? So she went she went through the hex three times and it activated genes or it rewrote her genetic code completely. So now she's going to be the new Captain Marvel. Um not necessarily Captain Marvel two, but like she'll she'll be an essential character in Captain Marvel 2. Obviously we saw, um, I can't remember the scroll's name, but we saw his wife. Yep. And she points her to Nick Fury, who is up in the sword headquarters in space. Uh, so we saw that in the post credit scene of far from home. Yeah. So like, I don't understand how they're just going to slide sword in like this. 
it's it's gonna have to have some major consideration because of WandaVision and like how everything changed <laughs> with director Hayward being this crooked guy. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's going to be it. Cause it can't just be shield again. Like it, it, it cannot be this Hydra infested thing. So it's gotta be a different direction, mm. but it's also sword is like a celestial thing. So like everybody from the, all the galaxies are a part of sword and shield was just on earth. Interesting. So yeah, we'll have to see. We will. We will have to see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for episode 40. Unless Kaiser has anything else to add. Uh, Kaiser looks like he's about to fall asleep. <laughs> you know, he might fall asleep, but I don't think he has anything else to add. We're good. All right. Fair enough. Well, um, thank you guys so much, as always, for listening. Uh, if you guys would like to support the cast further than just listening to the cast, you can head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash keeping on. You can donate or help the channel out for just $1 a month. You can also head on over to twitter.com and uh, follow us at keeping on MK and check out our Facebook page. Interact with us over there a little bit. We need some interaction. We love you guys. Yes. And uh, <laughs> we don't hear from you ever. So. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we got some cool stuff in the mix. Our first episode of um, our side cast is going up at some point soon. Uh, the interview's already done and ready to go, but Kaiser and I have to record our commentary after. So, uh, you know, that'll be up soon. And uh, we got some other cool stuff in the mix coming up. So, but yeah, I've been Mackie. And I've been Kaiser. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.